this like angel. It wasn't really an angel. It was just like this. I don't even remember the being. I just remember a thing taking me. Like maybe it could have been an angel. It could have been like a spaceman. I don't know. Took me into outer space and he showed me something. Do you want to know what he showed me? Yes, I have to know now. The moon is the size of the sun, and the sun is the size that, like, replace the two. Okay. And that's the true, we revolve around the moon, and it's all an illusion that we revolve around the sun. Hey, yo, you good, bro? <laughs> what kind yeah, of melatonin did you take? Uh, yeah, straight up, dude. Like, enhanced I, melatonin I'm... with CBD, or what? Because that's Nothing. bananas. That was just straight up a good night's sleep. <laughs> Melatonin laced the DM. I need to get that kind of kind of sleep. God dang, son. Welcome back to another Seance Sunday podcast where we talk about all things creepy, cryptid, horrible, terrifying, and awesome. Also, we have a little fun and talk side, you know, side chat about, I don't know, whatever the topic of the day is. Uh, But Happy New Year. Uh, We're great to be back. I know it's been a while since we've actually done one of these, so we're happy to be back with you guys. Um... As always, we're going to be covering one movie in each episode. This week, we're going to be covering The Fourth Kind um, and just giving our takes on it, how we thought about the movie, how we felt about it. And, you know, it's kind of a nostalgic thing for us. We, uh, I remember, when did that movie guy, that come up, that movie come out? 2000 and what? Nine? 2009. Hang on, I'll look it up. Yeah, two, th- 2009, I believe, that movie came 2009. out. 2009. Yeah. So we're, uh, this is giving us away on how old we are. We were in ninth grade, <laughs> freshman in high school when that movie came out. And I, I remember being, I remember when I first watched, I, I remember watching it, what did I watch? I want to say I watched it in the theater with an audience. And yeah, it was, it was terrifying back then, but we rewatched it recently and it's not as terrifying as I remember it being. <laughs> it's absolute garbage. It was a I terrible. Know. I think in the last podcast, we, we like last time we talked about it, I was like, "Oh, that'd be a great movie." If I remember being really good, and we could talk about it because it like vaguely related to the one that we we had talked about that week. Yeah, it was awful. It was an <laughs> awful, awful movie. I mean, I liked, I, I liked the it. cinematography, yeah. and I think it was creative in the way they used like the documentary, um, like the live tapes or whatever that they had had they had saved or recovered and you know they had actors obviously reenact like these sessions where people were tripping out after they went into like the deep meditation or what is it called god hypnotism yeah the hypnotism thing where they had people act that out and they made it seem like it was actual like um recorded footage like real recorded footage so i thought that was yeah, so it was cool it's a it's a reenactment of true events that occurred in Nome, Alaska. Apparently, yes, it's, they're called pseudo documentaries. Pseudo documentaries. Yeah, it's all made up. Yeah, pretty much. After after, I mean, I still remember when I first watched. It. I watched it with my mom. My mom was like, "It shouldn't be too bad." But back 
in ninth grade, I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. Why would you let me watch this? I know. And I remember thinking that it was all true. I don't know when I, I, I figured out that it was fake, but I remember thinking that it was all true found footage. Yeah. It like says like loosely based off of true events at the very beginning of the movie, I believe. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's all made up. I think like it's all made up? I don't know. It I'm says it's pretty based sure. off. Is it like the whole thing based off a true story, which is, you know, like 90% of it's BS and, you know, the 10% of it is based off an actual event? Maybe something like that. I don't know. Hang on, I'm looking. But anyways, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, that movie and then, you know, talk about what we're going to do going forward in the new year. Uh, some new things we're going to try with the uh, the podcast. Maybe get it up on streaming platforms once we get a good rhythm going. And, you know, obviously create a separate YouTube channel for the podcast where people can watch the live video like we're doing right now. And then, you know, for anybody that doesn't want to watch the video, they can just stream it wherever they want. Um, yeah. But anyways, back to the movie. Back to the movie. The Fourth Kind. So, like Brady had mentioned, um, it centers around these events like UFO or alien activity events, paranormal events that happened in Nome, Alaska. And I, I don't remember if they actually shot it in Alaska or in Nome, but it looks beautiful wherever they shot it. <laughs> and it's I'm great sure, for that. I'm sure they had the budget to shoot it out <clears throat> there. And then wasn't the owl like the, the like, it had to do with an owl, right? That's like I said, I, full, <laughs> full transparency. I did not rewatch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much time to do it. I know I we had in eternity to watch it. I know we planned on watching it and doing a review on it like last year, <laughs> but we never got the time because Kyle had to go off and, you know, we had to wait for him to get back. But mm -hmm. then it was the holidays and, you know, all that just kind of got pushed aside. But we're back now. So, yeah, two months ago, we, well, me and Kyle rewatched this movie and are now trying to recall it for everyone who wants to listen to this. Um, well, yeah, but the, the, owl, the owl, the owl is like something in the movie. It's like the face isn't of the that, movie that's the cover. Of isn't the movie. isn't that the psychological representation? Like what the aliens put in their brain to let them know that they were like they've had an encounter, but the owl isn't actually there. It's just part of the something like that. Up. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, like a representation of like that's how they come in. Like yeah, like you said, like a symbol. Like hey. That's how they let the people know that they were visited and abducted and experimented on and stuff like that. That's why whenever the people go under into, like, the hypnotism thing, they start, like, flipping out because, like, I see the owl. And then they start recalling all these events of something at their door and something coming into their room. And then they're being lifted up and all this other crazy stuff. Fun. Lots of fun. Yeah, I think I think the part of the movie that I recall the best from when I watched it <laughs> in 2009 uh, was uh, the part where uh, I guess it's I don't know if it's like a flashback to where like the guy like floats above the bed and like says like I am God and like some sort of demonic voice and that's oh, the part yeah. that just always traumatized the shit out of me. I was like, Mom, 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 why are you yeah. let me watch this? What was that like? Abibibu Eter or something. Yeah. It was like yeah. it's yeah. it's ancient Sumerian is what it is. Sumerian, yeah. Which I think isn't that based off of the uh, the, uh, the Anunnaki. 
Anunnaki. Right? Anunnaki. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that that the whole thing? Like the 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 Anunnaki aliens are coming and yeah, they set up in in ancient Samaria. Yeah, that's that's the mythology or whatever conspiracy thought behind that. See, when I when it, when like that scene happened, like it didn't watching it, I was like, this doesn't seem like alien activity or what you know you normally hear people getting abducted and they only remember versions of it. Of course, it was real dramatic in the movie, but still, I'm like, that doesn't seem like to be alien origin, if that makes sense. If anything, it sounds like a demonic, like demonic. possession, <laughs> like yeah. is what it looked like to me. And I'm like, it's just that's like demons. The point of the movie that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we ever had that sort of cathartic release of understanding why the aliens came in the first place. Like, I don't know if, if I can't remember that it was a terrible movie. It was hard for me to pay attention. <laughs> Isn't it kind of all over the place too? It's kind of like hit and miss, like on what's exactly going on. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it definitely goes back and forth. There's there's part of the plot is like trying to make you believe that maybe she's crazy and that she killed her husband and that it's all a plot. And another part of it's like, um, yeah. yeah. I know, like she's really grief stricken. Well, because the character, what's her name? Doctor something, but she's a psychologist and her husband dies. And so she starts going to therapy, and she has a, a friend that she goes and sees, another trusted, you know, um, psychiatrist. And he does the same thing. He puts her into hypnosis, and she's trying – and the reason he's doing this is because the doctor herself, she's trying to remember what happens the night her husband dies, which happened like a couple of months prior to all this events in the story or in the movie – and, you know, she she goes on her, but she can only get so far in the dream before she, you know, completely freaks out and he has to wake her up and, you know, snap her out of it. And what she can't, what keeps tripping her up the most is she gets right there to where she's about to, like, turn over and, you know, like, touch her husband or feel for her husband. And she swears, is like, there was somebody else in the room. Someone came and murdered him. He was murdered. He wasn't, you know, he didn't just die how everybody thinks he dies he was murdered and she you know keeps this whole idea ideology throughout the movie that her husband was you know murdered or whatever when in reality he kills himself and it was so traumatic for her that you know her mind obviously can't accept the reality of what happened so she formulates this whole other narrative in her mind to negate the fact that her husband actually did kill himself committed suicide in their home and uh, yeah, that's the just that's the I guess the state of her mind in the movie, which is really sad because it was and it's kind of ironic because you go to psychiatrists to help you process your trauma and stuff like that. I assume I've never been to a therapist, but it seems like that's part of the profession is to help you rationalize all this trauma and things that have happened in your life that have drawn you to this point. And here she is at this pivotal point where she's had this really traumatic event happen. And her being a psychiatrist herself, she's still not even able to process it logically or whatever, even though she's a trained, you know, psychiatrist, which is ironic, I think. Yeah. I feel like that, that, what you, the way you just explained that, 
I feel like if they focused more on that element of the story and not on it being an, a weird found footage pseudo documentary sort of movie, if they would have just focused on that aspect, that motif and just stuck with it, I really think that could have been a good movie to to explain and talk about how mental struggles that people go through, these emotional traumas and the effect that it has that even professionals have have issues and and, and struggle with yeah. with navigating it. I feel like that would have been a much better story than yeah. than what the way that they went. I don't I know. It's and like they they had three ideas and then tried they to all mash them all together. It. And it was yeah, yeah. It, it ended up be kind of weird like that. I think when I first saw it though, just as, you know, a teenager, it was just like the shock factor of all like the jump scares and the suspense and drama and you know the all that stuff was what got to me and what stuck with me the most, like Brady was saying, the freaking guy rising up from the bed and all this like he was possessed or something like that and like I still clearly remember thinking I'm like okay this isn't alien activity this is demonic <laughs> like it just seems demonic to me like it doesn't seem like it's aliens <laughs> it's way too what, like purposeful and they spoke too clearly in certain terms and like what is that just jumping straight to the end they say you know I am God like when the doctor herself gets possessed or something like that, or wasn't taken that over? kind of like the purpose of the movie to like kind of like make it seem like the aliens were like the demons that everybody sees in the world? Wasn't that, I? I faintly remember it like that being kind of like the basis of like what the movie was. I guess I I don't remember. I don't recall. It was. It was. I just remember it being kind of like jumbled around a lot. So I kind of caught that vibe from the movie, but maybe they didn't address. Again, this is two thousand nine, so they didn't have like the best. <laughs> they have the best like yeah get go for how the movie was scripted. Yeah, I think like Kyle says, it it is better when they just focused on like if they would have just focused on her story, like her overcoming her traumatic event in her life, her husband's death. Like that would have made for a better movie, I think, than them yeah. trying to give influences of you know extra extraterrestrial you know events and. Or if you were to tell a story about how the all alien abductions are really just the Anunnaki, and that those Anunnaki are what we call demons, like yeah, say so it's like it's almost like a whole separate story. Then from... the psychological trauma story that they were also telling. I know. Yeah. It it it's weird. It was it was definitely like I think kind of when we want we agreed to like rewatch it and we're like oh yeah I remember being terrified we were just kind of blinded by nostalgia I think is what it was it wasn't that it was like That's this exactly great, what... this great movie that we just you know it was part of our childhood if you will. It's like, it wasn't fantastic of a movie. It was great for, like, cinematic audiences, for them to sit down and watch it and experience it together because it was dark and, you know, psycho and not not psycho, but, you know, it messed with your head a lot, I guess, because you had to really yeah. follow it closely to get the actual meaning of stuff. It wasn't like when we covered... No one will uh, save you. Like, that was a lot yeah. of symbolism and metaphor and stuff like that. Now, this was just like, 
I guess, more personal, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Or maybe I'm just rambling. It, no, it, no, it quite po- it's quite possible that the, the fourth kind was so much more terrible this time because we did watch such a good movie for the first one. Yeah, like I had a, I had like five or six pages of handwritten notes on like all these different elements in, in uh, no, is it no one saves you? Yeah. No one will no save one will you. Save. Yeah. That was a, that was a phenomenal movie. They, they stuck to a, a really good motif. They had a good theme and they just wonderful. This yeah. one, there was nothing like I was trying to take notes. And I was like, what? What is that? What are you doing? Stop. stop. <laughs> we also got to think that it's probably like in 2009, that's probably one of the first movies of its kind. I'm trying to remember movies that would even compare to that back in 2009. Maybe like War of Worlds, but that's strictly aliens. Nothing really did something like that in 2009. It was maybe that's why it was such a scare factor for a 14, 15, or 16 year old in 2009 because we hadn't seen anything like that. We haven't yeah. seen like demonic possessions like that considering to be an alien and stuff so i think that's what made it made it so pivotal so stuck in our mind yeah uh, but just you know i i do agree with kyle how like we watched such a wonderfully like scripted and directed movie as no one will save you like we were just like no the fourth kind that was like above uh, its age and stuff like that and you go back and watch it and like you said manny just the nostalgic factor really steps in there and kind of like, put the blinders on you're like yeah what is your vision you're like well I know. It's a dog movie. I know. It's like, like I said, other than like the cinematography of it, I guess how it looked. I mean, it, it looked stunning when they're doing the aerial shots where she's flying into Nome, Alaska. I'm like, it's beautiful. Like, that's really nice. It's really yeah. pretty. Um, but other than that, I guess storyline and plot was kind of like, eh, I guess. So tell me. <laughs> Tell me again how how did the movie end? Didn't it end with her surviving? Right, she she lived at the end of the movie, correct? Yeah, yeah, she she lives. Uh, how it ends up is she, like I said, she she's a psychiatrist and she's done it. She's doing like this hypnos hypnotism therapy on some of her patients because she's noticing a pattern that they're all having the the same kind of dream and they're dreaming of the owl, and you know she's like, what does that mean? She's noticed like you know multiple people are having the same experience. So she's doing the process of trying to document it because she thinks it's like a phenomenon that's happening and she's trying to like record it as best she can while at the same time kind of dealing with her own life issue, which is her husband's death. And so in the process of her doing her investigation, uh, when she puts people under the hypnosis, Obviously, they go, they have a lot of repressed memories, and whenever she, they bring it back up in the hypnotism, they freak out, and one of her patients actually, you know, like, has such a traumatic experience from the session that after he comes out of it, he's kind of, like, spaced out, and he's like, oh, I just got to go home. And then later that night, he ends up, like, murdering his whole family because he believes that whatever he saw in his dream that was repressed is coming back to get him and his family. So he's like, they're not going to get me or my family. So he murders his whole family and himself. <laughs> and so then that it starts a police investigation because it's like, he was your patient and you said you did this to him. Like, did you somehow manipulate him like psychologically into murdering his family? So, you know, the suspicion gets put on her and she's like, Oh my God, no. And so there was this weird because the sheriffs of the town that she lives in was a friend of hers, and he knows the truth about what happened to her husband, but he respects her enough and cares about her enough to not like, to let her try to process it on her own way. 
and he's like, all right, well, people are dying now, so I can no longer be your friend and give you patient, be patient with you because the people in my town are dying because they're going to see you. You're doing something to them, and then they're going home and killing themselves and their families and hurting other people. Like, it, this can't happen. All that so to say... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I said, all that to say, at the end of the movie, yes, she ends up getting her kids taken away from her. Um, because, you know, like, we think you're a danger because, you know... These people keep dying after they see you or they talk to you. So it's like, we don't think it's safe. Um, so they take, right before they come and like take her kids away, she's at home. And they have a police officer stationed outside to watch her to make sure she doesn't try to run away or anything like that because, you know, she's under investigation. Well, that's happening. They're watching her. They have one police officer stationed watching her. Apparently, you know, like a alien spaceship comes and abducts her daughter and, you know, takes her daughter from her. And so the police come again. They're like, where's your daughter? What did you do with her? He's like, they took her. They took her. She's like, what do you mean? Like, she was just here like four hours ago. We were here. She was here. What did you do with her? He's like, they took her. They took her. And, but yeah, she ends up surviving. Uh, the state takes her son away because she has a little, a little girl and a boy and they take her son away and, I just remember her son, he's only like eight, eight years old, maybe 10 at the most. And like whenever they come to take him away, he's like, mom, let me go. Like, I don't want to be with you. You're crazy. Like, I'm like, damn. <laughs> he's like straight up turns his back on his mom. He's like, you're crazy, mom. Like, just let me go. I don't want to be with you anymore. Like, let me go. Of course, she's like, no, you're Don't not taking my that son. alien son? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, do you believe that there's aliens, boy? But anyways, so that happens, but she ends up surviving. And, you know, the whole thing is, like, she insists that her the aliens did take her, her daughter. And, you know, her daughter's never been found. So, but yes, she survives. But she's obviously all kinds of messed up and kooky and... Frail. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. She killed her daughter. I think ten out of ten. Oh, she. Yeah. I will. Okay. So, if she did kill her daughter, how did she dispose of the body so fast? And how did they never find it? Because they had a police on her the whole time, and they tore the house apart. They searched, you know, the, the town over for this little girl. I think it says in the movie that they did like a, a big search for her trying to recover the little girl's body or what find out what happened to her and her mom still just insists that you know the the aliens came and they took her like she's I wonder was the was the the daughter kind of getting a little skeptical of the mom too in the movie because if so like in real life if it is based off of real events i would imagine that the girl might have ran away just because her mom's batshit crazy <laughs> and i mean if you're in alaska a bear will get your ass real quick and you won't see a body anymore that's true, but no, like the little girl in the in the movie, how she's portrayed, the little girl saw what happened to her dad. She saw mm -hmm. her dad kill um, himself, which you know obviously traumatized her so much that it made her go temporarily blind. Like she was blind, she couldn't see. Um, which people try to allocate. You know, like that's something that can happen when you're exposed to a really traumatic event, visual visual trauma. You're just like, oh god, yeah, and. I don't know for whatever it's some kind of 
protection factor that your brain does and like limp makes you go blind so you can't see anything traumatic again and hurt your subconscious. But anyways, her daughter is blind in the movie. So I doubt her daughter ran away <laughs> if she was yeah. blind. Run into a wall and be like, <laughs> I know. I like, I don't think she, and, and, her, and her daughter's only like seven, seven or eight years old. Oh, she's pretty young too. I, I would say the boys, actually, I think they're back. The boys probably about like 11 or 12. The little girls, maybe seven or eight. So still, you know, a young, a young kid. So I don't. I don't think she just ran ran away. <laughs> well, since since I didn't watch the movie fully, what would you guys what would you guys rate uh, if I didn't watch it again? I can't. I know we we rated. Uh, no one will save you. But I can't remember what the parameters were on the rate, so I want to hear you guys as like what would you would rate it. Um. All right. I'll, so if we're gonna do categorically, um, overall. I guess view of the movie, cinematic, you know, cinematics, yeah, yeah cinematics. I, I'd give it a solid like eight, eight out of ten. Like it was shot beautifully, the cameras were good. Uh, plot wise, I'm gonna go like four out of ten because like it kind of <laughs> jumped around. It was like Jesus. Um. Uh, effects wise, I could say they had pretty good, like you know. Uh, video effects as far as like they did the cut where they had like the captured footage or like CCTV footage or camera footage or something like that. That was good. I would give that a a solid like 6 out of 10. So my overall would be 5 out of 10. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? What were all those categories? What was the first category you said? Uh, Visuals, like visually. Yeah, cinematic. Visually, it was unique, right? They have there's times when you have the the documentary, the the the, the found footage right next to the reenactment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's pretty unique. Uh, I was I was interested in that. I would give the that technique an eight out of ten, maybe a nine out of ten. That was cool. It made it different from other films. I did look up and and find out other films that were like. Like that, and you had Cloverfield come out the year before, which was found footage style. Then you, yeah, in two thousand nine, you also had District Nine come out, which was you know another documentary style alien movie. So both it was, quality movies. I, I I'm gonna say that both I think quality movies. People for both those movies. I like those movies, especially District Nine. I like District Nine. I I was not a fan of Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield Lane was fine, but I didn't. Yeah. I did. I, I heard people do. got but sick, like motion sickness, trying to watch Cloverfield sick. because the like it was oh, yeah, found well, footage. It was all shaking. People were just getting sick in the movie theater <laughs> trying to watch. They're like scaling the buildings and shit like that, and I was like, <laughs> I yeah, was like, I, I could see how people are doing that. Yeah. It what reminds about, me. Uh, of... What about script? Yeah. Script wise, Kyle. Mm. Are we talking about like, okay, so there's times when a script can be like the story's pretty good, but individual lines when you're listening to how it's delivered, you can tell that the actor is like really like George Lucasfilm. uh, There was a lot of talk from the, the actors and actresses about how it was really hard to say his lines because he would write them in a way that people don't talk. Yeah. So if we're talking about 
individual exchanges and like the way that the script was written, it was, it was all right. Like it wasn't robust. It wasn't particularly great, but it wasn't awful. I'd give that a, a six, a seven. If we're talking about story, when you say script, if we're talking about like the overall story, I think two. Yeah. yeah. Story was, wise. Yeah. Plot wise. There was, there was like, yeah, you had a con, yeah, you had a, the continuity of the the storyline, like it all sort of fit, but it was just, everything was so reaching. There wasn't really a good, again, it was just like a, a mesh of ideas that, uh, all right, a two or a three, two or three on the, the overall script, but the individual dialogue was, was fine. I didn't find it too cringy. Yeah. What about overall that many, many's at a strong, strong five out of 10. Yeah. Strong five out of 10. Yeah. I know you were a little bit higher on like, the cinematography and stuff like that. So maybe like a five, five, six. Oh man. All right. So I'm sounds like he doesn't want to go above oh, five God. out of 10. I, five I'm struggling. Generous. I'm, I'm <laughs> struggling to give a five. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I can watch some pretty killer clowns from outer space is a terrible movie, but it's so good because it's f- of how terrible it is. Well, yeah. Cause that's fun though. Like it's a cult classic and even that, for nostalgia's sake, if you're being blinded by nostalgia from Killer Clowns for Outer Space, it's just, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to say a, a four, maybe a five. Respectful. The only thing that I really liked about it was the way that they. I thought it was a unique and interesting way to do the film, but it wasn't necessarily unique for the time. You know, you, you already had uh, Paranormal Activity. Activities came out the year after that one or the year before. Yeah, one of those year parents, two after, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And they had the, um, and, you know, that was a basically CCTV footage that was all strung together. And that was a another unique way. But it, so I guess maybe they weren't that unique in it. But yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to stick to a four. I, I would struggle to watch that again. <laughs> I don't think I ever will. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'll read the summary next time. <laughs> yeah, I have no. I have no desire to watch it again. I mean, like I said, blinded by nostalgia. I remember it being a whole lot like more intense and spooky and scary and you know dramatic and. But like, who suggested this movie? Was it me? Did I suggest the fourth kind? Was it you, Brady? I feel like it might have been me. Yeah, I feel like uh, it might. I'm the one person that didn't rewatch it. <laughs> um, I'd probably be shitting on it right now, but I guess, oh. you know, overall, then if our viewers are out there and they want to go watch it, take your nostalgic blinders off and really critique <laughs> yeah. this movie because it's not that great. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's not a fantastic movie. It's, uh, it's a product of, I wouldn't say a product of its time, but it's a product of imagination and you know people trying to make like because it was supposed to be kind of like a serious film like a lot more serious but like just the plot and stuff wasn't really there i guess to really make it impactful the only thing that made it impactful was like the dramatic scenes you know the abduction i can give it scenes i've got to add a point or two so maybe a, a five maybe a six and that's because you're right you know i went in there with some some relatively high expectations. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe a lot, a little bit of my, my hatred right now, my frustration with having <laughs> wasted my time <laughs> is just coming from how excited I was. Though. I was like, Oh yeah. Cause it was, I do remember it being super scary. Yeah. It was. 
Oh, no, it, it wasn't. wasn't. It just wasn't. Fourth kind crawled so other great movies could run. <laughs> Nowadays, That's true. I guess. Yeah. It set up a very crumbly, gravelly baseline for what good movies could be in the future. And there have been plenty since then, so. Oh, most definitely. Plenty, plenty since then. Uh, so, all right, so we want to talk about the film, do schedules for our stories. I know that that was uh, one of the things I mentioned. Different channels, and then the next podcast topic ah yeah yeah um so stories i know we've all been busy with the holidays and the new year and stuff like that uh i've been slacking i haven't been recording as much mainly because of the holidays and i was just not in the mood to try to record and narrate stories and produce them and stuff like that um but yeah i guess we can try to get back into a rhythm on that for the ghost of 94 youtube channel and then for this podcast, well, I'll make a separate YouTube channel for that. Just that way, you know, people aren't don't have a mix of the two. You want to keep the narration and all the audio horror with by itself and then podcast format stuff by itself. And, you know, do your best not to, like, mix the two because I found that people don't. Yeah, we got a lot of views on some of the shorts I posted from our first episode. But, like, not a lot of them were returning, I guess, viewers to the channel. So it's like, okay, well, if we had a channel specifically dedicated to this type of content, I feel like we would get a lot more returning people or returning viewers yeah, I and mean, stuff like that. Dude, I, I love those little reels, man. I don't know. I'm so, I, I work in marketing, especially with digital digital mm-hmm. marketing and short-form videos like that. Man, they just kill, dude. TikTok <laughs> kills little short reels on Instagram and Facebook. They kill. They're so good. And like, that's what, and I think we talked about it last time, having a couple of those short clips before we actually released the full Seance Sunday podcast would get us more, a cluster of people that actually wanted to, because they get that little nugget, that little taste, and get that little taste in your mouth. Yeah. And then they come and watch the full, you know, hour of us rambling on <laughs> oh, about. Yeah, talking about whatever. Kind of I'm, yeah. I'm going to need you to say that again. That little nugget. Do that again. Little nugget. It's like when you got that, that little piece of, <laughs> that little, little piece of food, you're like, hmm, I want more. <laughs> how many do you think are appropriate like two no more than five or leading up to I the think, episode i think i think two solid ones like i think two is really good to start off with it's just you know putting them out before the actual say on sunday comes out um and it also you know we kind of learned our lesson on the fourth kind our next top our next subject should be very impactful something we're very passionate about so we get more you know, yeah. rock hard no, about talking about nostalgic. it. <laughs> yeah. That's not so nostalgic. Well, Let's I know some research. <laughs> we pick the next one. Somebody had brought it up that we should do, uh, I want to say it was you, Kyle, that we should cover a uh, Pearl. Oh, uh, yeah. Mia Goth. Negative. Or was it Negative. X? X. Was it X? X is the prequel. Oh, you definitely said something about it. To Pearl. Yeah. I remember that because those I two don't movies. I know either of these. You don't know those movies? Brother, you brought it up. He's yeah. the one who brought it up. One you send us no like way. a street shot. It's like, hey, we should watch this. Or yeah. that. Or you wanted us to watch there. freaking yes. Blood and that Honey. That was me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Blood and Honey was me. Yeah. That one was me for sure. And the other two, the reason why I suggested those isn't because I've seen them. I don't know anything about them. They were suggested to me from two other people. I don't even think I have those those on my uh, notes anymore. I think I deleted them. 
Yeah, no, those were from suggested to me from a friend uh, a while back. I think while I was at school, they suggested it, and we I think we spent like five nights in a row watching movies in uh, in our classroom. We we hooked up our computers to the projector and we would we would watch movies. Nice. Um. So, what movies are they? I don't know. Uh, like Pearl, Pearl and X and X. There, two those two movies go together. One's a sequel. One's a prequel. Pearl. I think I got it wrong before, but Pearl is the prequel to X. Yeah. Yeah, it did. You Which know. I have I have no earthly idea what X is about. I faintly know the backstory of Pearl, um, which is mostly just I know that Mia Goth, uh, Shia LaBeouf's baby mama's in it. Yeah. Uh, which, give her credit, she's in a lot of other stuff too. Um, oh, yeah. But the clips I've seen, it's pretty pretty cool. I think it's more horror, though. I, I would even, it, horror it's, thriller? It's, I don't know. It's horror thriller because, if from my understanding, this, I guess, a brief synopsis of Pearl is she's a farm girl who lives in a farm somewhere in the United States. She hates being on the farm. Her family, you know, doesn't want her to leave, but she wants to be a movie star. She wants to go to Hollywood and, you know, be an actor. Um, there's this travel or talent agency that comes through town looking for, you know, people to perform in, you know, movies and do, you know, be actresses and whatever, like fillers. And she wants to be part of that. And I think a lot of the, I guess what happens is because obviously her family doesn't want her to glow. So they kind of like refuse her and she like snaps mentally because she's like, I'm going to die on this farm. Like I, I want to be somebody. I don't want to just be nobody. And I think she ends yeah. up like murdering her whole family <laughs> or something like that. So some of the comments about it, it says a wild, terrifying and offbeat. Some of the reviews, uh, Pearl is one of the best movies of 2022. It's an incredible horror movie and is just great in general. Pearl is a colorful slasher with a good score, gore, and performances that you don't want to miss. Yeah. All right. It's got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7 out of 10 for IMDb, and the sequel is X. Yeah. So Pearl's the first one, I guess. Yeah. X. So we say watch Pearl first or watch both? Well, if you want to watch it in the order the movies came out, I believe X came out first and then Pearl came out. Yeah. It kind of did, you know, like a George Lucas thing where, you know, he did the prequel first and or the sequel first and then the prequel later. Goes in reverse yeah. order. But they came out pretty close together though, I think. Like Both are saying they came out in 22. Year. Did they? Same year. Oh wow, yeah. okay. Well, Maybe yeah, I guess we can confused. watch them in chronological order. That way we can get a, a good sense of like Mia Goss character cuz I think she's pretty much kind of like the star of the movies anyways. At least yeah. I know for Pearl she is. So Pearl and then we can watch X. And like it. Or, and we're watching both and then yeah. we'll talk about both. Yeah. All right. That way they, And then if and, we if we feel like strong about just doing one podcast over one or both, I guess we can just talk about that like amongst ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And we can kind of figure out if we want to dedicate a whole episode just to like analyzing Pearl or X or whatever. And of it, you know, yeah. analyze them individually. But, you know, since they're, you know, sequel and, you know, prequel and sequel, they go together and might make sense to do them all in one episode, so it'll be like a whole thing coverage of a series 
Um, I like that. I'm going to watch these movies. <laughs> yeah. For, yes, please watch the movies. That way you can be more informed on the conversation that we're trying to have about the movie that we were all supposed to watch. <laughs> I'm going to want, yeah, I'm gonna want this the next podcast schedule. That way I don't watch it too far out from it. You know, if we're not going to meet for two months, let's... Well, yeah, I feel like okay, that yeah. kind of hindered you guys too because <laughs> y'all yeah. watched it like three months ago. Yeah. So let's, while we're on the topic of schedule, we want to try to shoot for every other week with this podcast, right? So we won't have one next week, but the following week, that'll give us a whole week to watch these two movies, take notes, analyze it, think about it, stuff like that, and then come back and, you know, convene and share. Does that sound yeah, good with I'm you guys? Like, like every two weeks? Kind of like in the Thursday setup, too. I think Thursday's when I'm usually really clear on stuff, like Thursday nights. Okay. okay. Um, Thursday, Fridays, I'm usually pretty out of pocket, but uh, Thursday <laughs> nights is pretty good for me. But yeah. And then okay. if we if we all watch it just next week, then uh, that'll just give us a good setup to actually talk about it for the week following. Yeah, yeah. So Thursdays. Does that work for everybody for the most part? Because mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm good for pretty much weeknights, weekends, whenever. My schedule's pretty free because it works slow. How many days before... All right, so for the Ghost of 94, is it Brady Monday? No, me Monday, you Wednesday, Brady Friday. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, that's what we were doing. And like I said, we've been off schedule because of the holidays and the new year. I would like to try to get back on that schedule. That way we have three videos a week. And... I hate to do this because I like doing like, you know, fuller productions more, but I think just for time wise, if we're going to try to do this podcast and the, narr- the audio horror and narrations and stuff, I'm not going to be able to put as much production value into the short stories that we do. So anything under like 30 minutes or, you know, anything half an hour, I'm not going to put a whole lot of production value into. Uh, I'll I'll do what needs to be done to make it, you know. Realist, not realistic. Well, I feel like again, that's intense. That's a little, it's time consuming. I feel like that's. I feel like that's my favorite part, though, is doing that. And this is just, you know, when we can meet. I, I enjoy doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd I want to put I more like, effort into the stories. That's fine. Yeah, and I, don't, I'm just sticking to like really short ones because I know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I perform better under like those two or three minute stories, which I love. I love an impactful short story. I really love it. That's why I stick to the short ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, it's kind of hard to find them on Creepypasta. It's like, oh, there's one that's like, you know, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> I gotta turn my light back on. Uh, it's the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki's the Anunna- coming. Where's the owl? Don't say that. Ooh. 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 Who the fuck cares? <laughs> oh, good. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here comes the sunbeam. Yeah. I can see him now. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay, so that's fine, Brady. Then I'm thinking, um, hmm, do we Let's want do to change once it? a month. Huh? Let's do this once a month. Let's. I want to focus on this. I, I really like doing those. That's really what I want to get back into. This is fun. But this is also, you know, this is going to be, I feel like this, what we're doing here is going to be much more niche. And you're yeah. going to get like five people wanting to watch three goofballs talk about <laughs> random movies, especially whenever, you know, we're not that excited about the damn movie. I know. It's, I mean, it's the first episode to come out in the new year. And like I said, 
it was spo- this was supposed to be done last year, but the holidays and family and stuff like that just doesn't always add up, and you don't have you can't mm-hmm. allocate enough time for it, which is understandable. We're all busy men trying to you know do what we got to do. Uh, but yeah, we could do once a month for this. I enjoy being able to see and talk to you guys because you two are my like so like my oldest friends, and I I've talked to you guys more in the past. God, in the past like two, like three or four months <laughs> than I have in the past couple of years, which is crazy. Very true. <clears throat> we I can thought get you were going to say the past out of just, huh? I mean, yeah, this whole year. That's a lot for this yeah. year. <laughs> that's true. But that's uh, true. I feel like I kind of like that we can like pull segments from just this one meeting. Like, you know, we talked about the movie at first and we can find like other subjects to talk about after. And we can just kind of clip it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if we have a, a subject that we want to talk about, make a short, shorter form video, but we can get it, we can pull it off from this one video instead of meeting like three or four separate times. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true too. Okay, yeah. That's okay. true. All right. So, all right. I think I just confused this because now I don't know. Are we going to meet in two weeks then and, and just do what Brady said? We are going to meet in two weeks I'll... to cover the two movies. Yeah. That's what, you yeah, know, we, we need to. We tried to, yeah, try to do that. Um. Yeah, I mean, every you know, bi monthly or bi weekly is that too much for you guys? Do you guys prefer the once a month? Because I know for like most podcasts, they want to do like at least no more than bi weekly or no less than bi weekly. I mean, so like a once a month podcast to try to gain yeah. any kind of traction probably won't happen because people aren't going to wait a whole month for another episode. They don't mind waiting, you know, a week That's for true. an episode if, you know, we want to do that. Yeah, I like that. I like, I think bi-weekly is pretty attainable. That way we meet uh, twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. Twice a month. Uh, that's two episodes a month, which is not crazy, especially for, like I said, three goofballs that just talk about horror movies and, you know, bullshit each other. All right. So I got 8.30 on January 18th. 8.30 on January 18th. That's next Thursday. It should be good. It's not next Thursday. It's two Thursdays from now. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, two Thursdays from now. My bad. Like <laughs> Keep me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. Um. Stories. Let's get back on the topic of stories. If we're going to try to do that every week, like I said, if we – if. Brady's fine with doing the small ones, like the shorter stories. That's fine. We can do those on Friday. That can, you know, it's some content that'll go over the weekend. Uh, people seem like, I think Kyle mentioned it, people like to see the stories that are a little bit longer, at least 30 minutes or longer, 40-minute videos. Which I, I think the 40 ones are the ones that got all of the, the good views. And anything that's 30 and shorter, they just, you know, like, eh, okay. I don't know. I it don't know what it is. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess people just like long... Well, I think about it like when people listen to like audio stories, I know it's usually during like a commute to work or something like that when they just have ample time and, you know, they're not really doing this. It's, you know, it's easy to listen to, to have on in the background, to listen to something. So I guess that's why those videos or stories get the most views because, you know, someone listens to it long enough that gets pushes it more in the algorithm and has more play time. Therefore, the algorithm is going to push up, meaning people are going to be able to see it more. They're going to view it for longer. That's, I guess that's just how it works. Um, 
Yeah. Not saying we all have to like submit stories that are 30 minutes or plus because that's a lot. It's a lot for me to try to freaking record a 30 hell just doing the the last one I did which was oh, what was it? God, I just did it and I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth Pulling floor. Yeah, the fifth I think yeah, the fifth floor by Ryan Peacock. Um that's only like a 40 it's like a 40 minute read. That's only because, you know, the sound effects and stuff I did in it, the production-wise, made it, like, 40 minutes plus. Uh, but other than that, like, just trying to read for 30 minutes, it's a lot of editing you have to do afterwards. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Especially for me, because I'm yep. not, like, just the best just reader, just straight reading it. I always have to stop. I'm like, fuck, messed up. I'm going to start again. <laughs> All right, do a take again. Do a take again. Start, stop, stop, start. You, sh- you should see me doing my two minute ones. I'm like, I'm like, and the, the, the uh, I'm like, fuck, just start all the way over. <laughs> we need to figure <laughs> out, we need to figure out uh, like a little software or something for you to, to be able to record where you can stop whenever you like, you need to add, you know, you messed up and you don't have to start all the way over. <clears throat> you yeah, can simply. Well, I was really hoping my, really hope my little converter yeah, for my phone would work because that's how I can do it really well. My converter works really well. Like, if yeah. I can do it on my phone, but it's kind of a little sketchy. I'm going to have to figure out how to, like, set it up. Because it worked, but it just, like, cuts in and out really bad for my phone. It's just a shitty, like, $5 connector. So. Ah, uh, dang. I would say... I'll figure that out, and then it'll be easier. Uh, Get something... Oh, wait, because yours connects via USB, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah you got the Yeti. It's a USB, because I was trying to think how you could connect it to your phone. Connect your microphone to your phone. Well, that's what I have. I have my converter, and the it connects converter. to the phone. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's kind of because it cuts in and out, and I can hear it when I'm recording. Because uh, if I do my phone, it's just as easy as stopping, and then I can like, I can edit <clears> it really fast on my phone, and it works. Yeah. But if I could just get it solid to where it doesn't like cut in and out, I'll be fine. Like I can record stuff really easy then. But I'll just have to put a little bit more effort into it and yeah, figure yeah. it out. If I order like a ten, ten or fifteen dollar converter, that actually works. It's not a piece of <laughs> that's not cheap. I, I can commit that. I not can commit to that. So. Not Brady getting the Timu converter. <laughs> yeah, I want the sh- I want the one with the bad reviews. <laughs> 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 Only the sh- ones. Um, yeah. Okay, so I think for this next week, do you guys think you could each give me a story? Like Freddy, I'd need yours by no later than Thursday. Like I said, the short ones don't take me long. Since it's so short, I'm not going to do a whole lot of production value on it. I'm just going to add, like, clean it up, add some music, add maybe a sound effect or two for when it's necessary, and then that's going to go out. Kyle, if you can get me a story. Like, I know you've been working on N.M. Brown stuff. Um, Like, I don't know, you can crank out like a 15, 20-minute story maybe, or whatever longer one she has. Uh, crank that out. Oh, I yeah, didn't. I'm, I'm when do you when do you need it by? If you need it by Monday, do you need that tomorrow? Do you need it Saturday? Uh, Saturday would be preferred. If you if you think you can, I don't want to push you too you know too hard or too aggressive Ooh. right now because you're just starting getting back I think into I got it. A wedding. You got a wedding? Dang. Okay. So maybe we should. I'll try for... to get it to you Saturday. Okay. But uh, I, I might be able to. Let, let me let me work it out. Let me work it out, dog. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You can, I, I can push one out well before Thursday next week, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Yeah. And if you, like I said, if you have one, because I still got to do part two of the one I just released, I still got to record that one. 
Um, they're coming for us. Part two. It's a pretty long one. And I, I chose to do it in pieces because I got frustrated with myself because I couldn't record, like, you know, the 40, 45 minute plus story all in one go. So I'm like, whatever, this is going to be a two parter. <laughs> and then I'll release it as an individual, like, one and two together. It's just the whole story so people can listen to it all the way through. All right, that's cool. We can always we can always start with ours next week and then Kyle can push his out for the following Monday or something like that. Yeah, that's fine. We can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm done. All right. I'm done. And then two weeks from now, we'll reconvene. That should get everybody enough time to watch those two movies. They're not terribly long. Oh, and be forewarned, from my understanding what X is about, it's like very adult-rated content. If you catch my drift, like it, it pertains a lot with that. So you know, I guess I don't. I, I don't know what 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 does that mean? Adult content like X-rated films, What's movies. Oh, <gasps> yeah, scandal, <laughs> zesty, <laughs> scandalous. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, it 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 has to deal with that type of subject matter. So you know, just be forewarned. I guess you know. That way you're not taken off guard. Like, oh, geez, I got to turn this off. <laughs> you know, like, not, thousand, like, you, know, you don't like, want your kid in the room yeah. or your wife in the room. Like, what the hell are you watching? Like, it's not what you think. <laughs> it's for the podcast. This <laughs> is for science and research purposes. This is, re- yeah, this is for research purposes? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you have Pornhub on? Why yeah. Pornhub on? Why are there so many tentacles? It's called, it's called cross-referencing analysis. <laughs> Ross referencing. God. Yeah. Dude, I don't think we could ever have Ross on here. He'd be talking about off the wall type shit. Oh, God. <laughs> you want to talk I about would, out of pocket. I would love to have Ross. I miss that big guy. How's he doing? Has anybody talked to him lately? Oh, dude, mm-hmm. he was up this last week and he went out with us. Uh, him and his cousin Tyler went out with us on New Year's and he got blasted. <laughs> it's like we were down bad the next day. All He was down bad next day, the all day. Wow. Like, I mean, we. Bad enough to where I woke up at like nine and they were in my spare bedroom and uh, like, y'all hungry? And I was like, oh, oh. Like, oh, you just get me something. And me and Tyler went and got a McDonald's. He came back. He did not get up. He didn't get up for McDonald's. Like, we brought oh, it in. Really? And we, yeah, I put on The Gray because I really want to watch that movie again. Um, Dude, I watched The Gray recently. It's such a good movie. Yeah, and we just watched it. Just watched it this weekend. Still a great movie. But I watched it and he came in. You know, like eight of Friday, he's like, I'm gonna go take a five minute nap. <laughs> he like walked away for another 30 minutes and he came back out and uh, he's like, Oh, so hungry and it smells so good, but I can't eat it. And I was like, Dude, just eat a couple fries, you'll be all right. Yeah, he ate like four fries and he's like, He had to like stand up, start pacing around. I'm like, Dude, it's just food, you should be fine by now. He's like, Oh, Emma, and he like burped a little bit and he sprinted to my bathroom. I projectile vomited for the next 30 <laughs> minutes, like you just hear like. Oh. Oh, like, oh God! He wasn't lying. No kidding. Oh, oh poor Rockwell. Well, at least he still got that spirit in him. <laughs> I'll give him that. Yeah, he, he danced. He still he got the spirit. On women like that. He danced on women at the bar and stuff like that. It was pretty. He had a good time. We're Just good. We can't finish though. Didn't get a number. Didn't get nothing. Damn, Just, my man. One of them was a recent divorcee too. So he had that would have been right up his alley, rebound. man. Come oh on. man, rebound written on his forehead. <laughs> Oh, man. What are we going to do with that boy? <laughs> but okay. <laughs> What's next on the agenda? 
Um, one of the things I've always wanted to do was to create like a taxonomy mm-hmm. of all the ghost schools, goblins, monsters. I think. Oh, I just think that would be awesome. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I just think it's kind of like cool what we do. Kind of like what talk we about, did, you know, because uh, the the podcast is about you know all things. Yeah. And sometimes sometimes we'll learn a new a new mon- I think that happened in like one of our first. One of our first runs. Oh yeah, the, where we were talking about like uh, the cryptid hunting, whatever. Yeah, I think it was cryptid hunting. And then we we talked about like, I think a phantasm versus a ghost versus a a, a spirit. Oh yeah, a phantom like, versus really, a ghost. Yeah. Like imagine you have we can we can reduce them down to like the, the the kingdoms, right? What is it? Animal, vegetable, and fungus. Right, we would have like you know the things that you just can't reduce any further. They're just absolutely different, like in their substance, in substantia. And then like just creating a, a whole taxonomy of like species, genus. Like oh, this is a this is a genus of 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 a type of gen, but it's this species. I think that'd be a really fun, really fun oh, thing. That I'm, would be. I'm weird like that though. That would be interesting. That sounds like a lot of work. That. Yeah. I'm, sounds like right y'all now. aren't nearly as interested as I am in that. The, I'm interested in the cliff notes. Yeah, I'm interested in the cliff notes and the the concept yeah. of it, but like doing the work to do it, I'm not interested say, in doing the work. Say to less, do my it. man. I'll, I'll have it ready for the next one. All right. If you yeah. if you want to do that, share my- how about we do that? Like, if you can come up with say like five different categories of monsters, cryptids, spirit, whatever, and then we do like the, we did that game where it's like, all right, which one would you hunt? If you hunt this one, it's this much money, and you get this prize. You get if you hunt this one, it's this much money, and you get this prize. Stuff like that. Like that was that was that was that a was fun, fun little game. That was pretty fun. Yeah, because it was. you know that gave us something to talk about because it was it was goofy, it was silly, it was funny, but it also pertained with like you know kind of creepy stuff. Like you're right. It's what's that? What's that game? Mary f- Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We we'll do, do, that. do that, but with cryptids. We'll do that with cryptids too. I'll have to, like, for the video portion, I'll have to, like, include, like, little images in the video, like, that'd be great. We could do that. Like, Gremlins. I watched that over the the Christmas break with uh, my son. He enjoyed it. That was a nostalgia movie, too. Gremlins. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh, yeah. Wasn't Hulk Hogan in one of them? It was, like, the second one, I think. Hulk Hogan? Like Hulk Hogan, the wrestler, is in the second one. Yeah, he's in the second one. Oh, God. It's I have just to... like so random one-off. I have to look that up. I can't remember. But you might be right. I'm not sure. I can't remember. It's been such a long time. But we watched the original, like the first one, just regular Gremlins. Yeah. So that one... That's I... where Furby's... That's where Furby's came from, huh? Wasn't it like a Furby burst or whatever it's called? And like you can't feed it after midnight or something? Yeah, it was a, a Mogwai. Which I never even looked that up. What what actually is a mogwai? I think it's a mythological creature from Chinese folklore or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, you don't feed them after midnight because they transform into these little goblin monsters that just destroy everything and hurt people and cause havoc. <clears throat> Sounds like a kid, you know, give them candy after eight o'clock and they just off the. Balls, it, I man. think. Yeah, I think the whole concept of the Mongwai is kind of like a parable for that. You know, how you treat your kids. You don't let them eat junk food after midnight because they just get out of hand. Or let them have sugar after a certain time because they're uncontrollable and they can just cause all kinds of havoc. 
It's definitely <clears throat> what you're saying is working. Hollywood is like sending out miscellaneous messages back in the day about like how to treat your kids. Don't give them candy after midnight. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently don't a, lot, know a lot of people are going to be in trouble in Hollywood. Did you guys hear about the Epstein's yeah. list? It's finally getting released. Yeah. It, it was released like three days ago. There was nothing nothing crazy in it. Or two day, uh, yesterday? You're supposed I don't to know. Be, I've looked at it. It was supposed to have been released on Tuesday. And the only thing that they said was about it is like it was supposed to implement Bill Clinton and a handful of other guys. But they actually released a full, like Epstein's full client list now. And there's tons of people. Like I was just looking at some examples of it today. Like people posted videos of it or, you know, snippets of it. There's a lot of people that were involved with Epstein that I had no idea. I'm like, like Stephen yeah. Hawking and uh, who else was it? It was Steve- like Stephen Hawking, The Rock, um, Jim Jimmy Carrey. Fallon, like, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon wasn't. Yeah, no, no. Was Fallon Jimmy wasn't Fallon mentioned. Or Jimmy Kimmel. Or oh, I'm sorry, or, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Yeah. Kimmel wasn't. So no, no. There was a beef between Kimmel and that was it. Rogers, the football player, and like, uh, isn't is he? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not super into. The, pop culture anyway one of them was 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 talking smack and the other one was like oh you're probably on the list and then kimball's name never showed up on the list i'm i'm pretty sure i'm almost positive his name wasn't on the list and then you had uh like stephen hawking his name was only mentioned in reference to i think in the court filings it said something about i I don't even remember it was something about like calling him or, or going over that's also how they mentioned trump they were like yeah i'm gonna call trump or something but it was there was never any any actual allegations. it wasn't yeah. yeah there was nothing crazy that came out of it it wasn't it wasn't the the wild i was upset i wanted it to be the wild like everyone's gonna get in trouble but yeah i wouldn't like I don't that know. <laughs> i don't know I'm just speculating yeah it, it, there's a lot of speculation and apparently like i mean just image wise like it doesn't look good to be affiliated with that guy in any way. <laughs> so it's just like, he called me like once to wish me happy birthday. He's like, well, you're on his call log. So now you're part of it. Like, <laughs> you're affiliated now. Yeah. Affiliated. Apparently like, yeah, it's pretty wild. I guess you have to look into the inv- individual, like, um, allegations or claims or whatever. Um, documents of how these people are affiliated with Epstein because like like you said it's like not that they knew him directly or worked with him directly it's just like they knew him and they may have met him or met with him or something like that at one point but still like he was he took him on as a client for some purpose or for something so therefore they have affiliation with him and so now everybody's getting investigated it's like did you know about the island did you know about the island it's like, I don't know. That and Cat Williams calling out everybody. Have you guys dude, seen that? Yeah, he's making, he's making wild ac- accusations now. Straight up, dude. I was listening Wait, to... Wait, what uh, was that? Say that again? Cat Williams calling, like, making accusations about, like, all the other, like, uh, black comedians. <laughs> like, like Chris Walker and Cedric I didn't, Entertainer and stuff like that. Yeah. Look at I up. didn't see anything about that. Look at him. Just yeah, type in Cat Williams on YouTube. He he, he does a, like a podcast with what's his name? Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Shannon Football Sharp. Player. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. And I mean, he, he goes in hard. Chaotic. He sets the record straight on a bunch. Well, supposedly he sets the record straight on a bunch of stuff like a like business. And it's like whoa. 
It sounds like it's always he's hard to like everybody. Comedian serious, but yeah, he was he was like he's serious about some of those allegations. So like he said it with his whole chest. <laughs> Kevin Hart too. Yeah, he he took down Kevin Hart there for a while too. Like he really did. He, he he accused Kevin Hart of being a plant in Hollywood, dude. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like all that stuff, all of his fame and stuff he had. He doesn't just go in there in his first year and like become super famous and wealthy. It's like no, that was already set up for him. Like he was made. Like Hollywood made him as a like a person, like hey, mm-hmm. we want this type of character or this type of demographic to be in this limelight. Here he is, and so they just made him popular. <laughs> For oh whatever, yeah, it's a whole bunch of reason. stuff on it. Yeah, and he he talks about it. It's like there's you know there's a cabal, there's an organization, all that's corrupt and this and that. But it was it was it was pretty it was pretty entertaining to to listen to him talk about it. But then he starts talking about how like he was a prodigy and read like three thousand books a year. By the time he was like eight years old, he was reading three thousand books a year or something like that, and he was really athletic. And he left home when he was thirteen and moved to Florida all on his own and lived as a homeless person and interviewed homeless people and got to. Uh, it was crazy. I didn't watch the whole thing because I didn't have time to, but he talks about a lot of wild stuff. And it's like, at first, I was kind of into it because he was just like calling people out for like stuff. He's like, they're lying. They're lying about this because he had like he could tell you like. The time, the day, all this stuff. He had all this information that, you know, no one knew about or I guess no one asked about. And he's like, oh, yeah, all that's lies. All, all this stuff that people say that they did or these other, you know, comedians say that they did. Like, none of that's true. None of it's true. It's all lies. Like, all this claim to fame that they said they did, all this struggle, all this stuff that they did to have to climb their way up to being a comedian or being popular or something like that. It's like, yeah, it's all fake. They all made, it's all stories. None of it's true. And I'm like, dang, he's pretty much telling everyone's like, what is it? They're open up, open up their, uh, the skeletons in their closet. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff. And it's like, damn cat. And like you said, like Brady said, it's kind of hard to take, comedian seriously like that but he was talking serious like he wasn't like pulling punches and he was like i'm was like i'm not gonna like I, i'm not trying to sound petty by exposing lies or anything but like that's the only you know i don't think it's right to keep giving liars the the right to keep lying mm-hmm. how you gonna stop liars from lying is if you call out their lies that's the only way you can make them stop or something like that but anyways, yeah. like he, he like I said, he went from that to like talking about how like he was a childhood prodigy and got accepted into college by the time he was like twelve years old. Some was it didn't some some class of science or something like that. I can't remember what college it was, but like apparently like he was he's wicked smart and could read like really well. Like I said, he claims he was reading three thousand books a year by the time he was eight years old. Like three thousand books a year. By the time you're eight, I mean it's not impossible. Crazier things have happened, but still, it's like I guess I don't know Cat Williams as well as I think I know him to really believe his backstory. <laughs> There's only one place to go: the Ooh. source of all truth, Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. That's it. I thought you were gonna say like Jesus. <laughs> nope. Yeah. No, we're gonna. Nope. 
let's get Cat Williams on this on our <laughs> Sam's. <laughs> yeah, Cat Williams, come hey. and set the record straight again. We can't we can't offer you cognac or anything, but we can offer you you know three guys that want to know the truth. That's all we can offer you. Not that anybody else will hear it, but we'll hear it and we'll tell other people. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, there's uh. Oh, that was oh yeah oh that was. That's weird. It it's dated for tomorrow. So so I'm on like the early life of Cat Williams, and it says Williams has stated that he learned to read at three years old and was communicating in multiple languages, including French and Creole. An avid reader, he recalls reading three thousand nonfiction books a year between the ages of eight and twelve years old. And those two sentences have a source, and it's Cat Williams Unleashed Club Shay Shay Retrieve 2024 January 5th, which is tomorrow. Yeah, that's the podcast he did on Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the... He emancipated himself <clears throat> from his parents at the age of 13. Source, his biography, biography.com. I don't know. If, I don't know anything about that site. And then the other source is The Chaotic Life of, a, of Comedy's Greatest Mystery, New York Post. I don't know. I'll have to, I'd have to dig in to find out if he emancipated himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah do some research def- on it. It's, it is pretty interesting. Yeah. Just, just listening to him talk today, I'm like, okay. I mean, I have to do more research, but it is fairly interesting the claims he's making and how he conducts himself. Uh, granted, they are drinking cognac, so a lot of people are going to say he's like, oh, he's <laughs> obviously in, you know, under the influence of the drink, so he's just spouting off all kinds of stuff. But he didn't seem drunk. Like, he seemed of sober mind. You know, he was just having sips of cognac, not like a whole glass or anything like that. But anyway, he seemed locked and loaded with that information. He was yeah. locked and loaded, ready to release it. So, mm-hmm. so it sounds like something he had. Like he was like ready for it. He was waiting to set the record straight. Which you know, yeah. I like the tea. I like the drama. Oh yeah. Well, I kind of, I kind of want to uh, reference back to what uh, <clears throat> what we talked, what we were going to talk about earlier. I want to know what you guys like your. Your dream attainable like sponsees would be like if you could get some sponsorships, if you can get a good following. I want to know. I want to know. I want to get in the get in the get in the mind of you guys. See what you want. So if I could be sponsored, Zen, Zen and Celsius, hands down. Celsius, Celsius. Yeah, I can't. I can't get into Celsius. They taste like Tang and Theraflu to me. That's what they taste like. <laughs> tang and Theraflu. <laughs> My boss like drinks like two or three Celsius a day, and I'm just like, I'll try one. Like, you know what I like? <laughs> you know what I like? I like Ghost. Get sponsored by Ghost because I don't see a whole lot of Ghost people sponsored by them. I like spo- no, they, their flavors are great. Ghost, I, uh, that's uh, that's the one that makes the gaming one too, huh? Yeah, they make. I think they make like yeah. a gamer fuel one. That or yeah. Rain, Rain. You know yeah. them? I yeah. like them too. Yeah, they have Rain good flavor. Man, I'm oh. stuck on I'm stuck on zero zero sugar monster man. That's my go to. Ten calories and they taste really good. That's my number two. If they if they if I can't find Celsius, I'll either get a sugar free Red Bull or I'll get the the white monster. Have you guys the ever had a C four? Yeah. So that's more pre workout. You know that, right? I don't think a lot of people know that. Like I did not. A know C four. 
It's more or less because you'll get the tingles from that. It's got a beta alanine in it, so it'll give you like the head scratching and shit like that. It's it's more or less a pre workout to be Bro. honest. And I see people drinking it just on a day to day basis. I'm like, how are you doing that, dude? I did how not are know you doing that. Okay, you need to talk. I thought because yeah. I tried one for the first time like three months ago, and it was. I mean, it tasted great, and it was a C4. Um, what was it? Was like Arctic something or other. It tasted kind of like a bomb pop. I'm yeah. like, well, it's good. But, you know, I finished the thing and I started getting tingly, dude. Like I'm sitting in a piece of equipment. I'm running a skid steer and I'm like, bro, I feel like I'm about to freaking jump out of this seat, like straight through the glass, dude. Like I was ready. To, I was fire. And I'm like, whoa. Like I felt like I was juiced, dude. Like I was on drugs or something. I was like, and I could feel it like in my face, like tingling, yeah, like that's, little that's the- tingling stuff in my face. And I was just like, I'm never drinking one of these things again because it made me feel that that's- way. And I just That's thought it was, Alanine, yeah. And I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just like, I, I thought it when was you mentioned C four, that's why I was like, why are you are, are you going to the gym? I didn't understand. No, I thought it was just an energy drink, like a different type of energy drink. I'm like, oh, I've never tried it. I'll try it because they didn't have the one I wanted at the store at that time. Like they were out of that. I'm like, I'll try this one. It sounds good. And it, I was freaking. Yeah. I mean, amped. they taste great. They yeah. taste fantastic. But like, I'll see people just drinking it, like. Just solo in it, just like, oh, I'm just going to go hang out. I'm like, you sure you're not? You need to go to the gym, man. Get some of that energy burnt off or something. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I would do the the C4. That's what they sold at the PX. They have they have C4 and Ghost, the little powder packets for pre-workout. Yeah. And I didn't have enough time in between, like, duties to 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 mix it. So I would just take a scoop, dry scoop. drop it, and dry <laughs> scoop with a, a few swigs of water. And I'd be I'd, my warm-up would be running down to the gym. Nice. It's, it's it's wild. And like, dude, the amount of caffeine these drinks have in them are absolutely atrocious. Like <laughs> I tried it. So like I said, I like the zero calorie monsters. Um, and they, they have like 190 milligrams of uh, caffeine, which is a lot. That's, that's quite a bit. But then I forgot, like, I forgot that pre-workout, the actual powder that I have. So I take bucked up. I'm like an ambassador with them and I take their highest uh, stimulant pre-workout. It's called like mother bucker. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I don't even want to look up the caffeine in that. It's like 400. <laughs> I would be taking that. I take that in the morning sometimes, and I'll still have like two Lord. or three cups of coffee throughout the day. And I'm how like, does, how am I doing this? Your heart not exploded yet. Good Lord. Well, that's insane. Getting to that age. I guess. Yeesh. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, so I'll up to 400 ghost. milligrams of caffeine a day appears to be safe for most healthy adults. That's roughly the amount of caffeine in four cups of brewed coffee, ten cans of cola, or two energy cola. shot drinks. Cola. None of that sounds healthy. Maybe in the American diet, but maybe in the American diet. Four hundred milligrams. So yeah, two Celsius would be would be that. Damn. I'd drink like a pot and a half of coffee though. I have one energy I, drink a day, and the rest is just water. I'm cons- yeah. I consume an. An ungodly amount of water. As a matter of fact, I had to. The fridge has a little little water dispenser on it, but I was too lazy to fix the filter, so I just never used it. I was just buying bottles of water until I realized I was drinking about uh, ten to twelve bottles of water a day, and so I was like, "I've got to, I've got to fix it." And so, save money, we did. And I drink a lot of water, but I'm also drinking like, I don't know. We have a little Keurig twelve ounce thing. I'll probably drink. Seven, eight cups of coffee, twelve ounce. Good lord, a day. Son. I 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've I've still got you know some some remnants here that I was sipping on earlier, finishing finishing that one off. <laughs> See the water thing, man. So uh, at our gym, we have like a BMI, um, like a good like BMI scale that we use through our uh, through the guy who runs the gym. <clears throat> and he, when he ran every time he's run my statistics so far, I'm holding like a pound or a pound and a half of water on myself at all times. So I had to like stop. I had to cut back on water. Like I'm consuming too much water, so I'm I'm holding all that weight. And to oh. make it worse, I started taking creatine again, and it just amplifies. Yeah, it, which I need sure that hold water. Open it. I'm hoping it kind of like cuts it down a little bit. I'm like, damn. He's like, yeah, you should like. He's like, one, you're consuming a little bit too much protein, and you're drinking too much water. He's like, those are the two things I usually have to tell people to drink and eat more of. But you're yeah. doing a little bit too much of both. So I had to cut down <laughs> on water and protein, and replace damn. some of my protein intake with like uh, a lean whey protein shake. So. Weird. Gotcha. He's like, that's it's not a bad thing, but if you want to see more like vascularity and stuff like that, you need to kind of like burn some more calories, like cardio wise, like at the very beginning of your workout. So I guess what I'm, what I'm, what I want to do is I just want to lose like my gut, like I have my little spare tire I got right around my waist now. <laughs> Try to get rid of that. And it's it's tough. That's the hardest place to get rid of. Uh, well, you can't you can't spot reduce anywhere either. It's just about losing body fat, man. Like I said, I went from like. 19.3 percent body body fat which isn't horrible when i first got that i was like damn that's for being 242 pounds that's pretty good 19's pretty good and then that september when me and maria did our little challenge i pulled it all the way back down to 13 and i was i was pretty impressed with that uh, i probably gained some of it back but i'm trying to get down to like 10 start to see some abs and shit like that but i just can't seem to break that that 230 i can't i can't can't get past it can't get below it for some reason <laughs> I dropped I dropped twenty pounds in I think it was two and a half months, and I was using all I was doing was I was working out normal. I mostly run. I hate the gym. I cannot stand going to the gym, but I mostly run and do cardio like that. Uh, and all I was doing is tracking my calorie intake versus output on I, the, the app I use is MyNet MyNet Diary. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like the act of just having to type it in makes you more aware of the calories you consume. And so you just you just instinctively start cutting out all those little snackies. Yeah. And and you just, you oh, just drop yeah. weight. I don't know. It was that's what it I was, that's what I did in September. Like it's when I was calorie counting, that's what it is. And like no, I don't care what anybody says. No, I don't care. They're fitness models or whatever. The only way you lose weight is to burn more active calories than you intake consume. every day. Yeah. Some people are like, No, you need to eat like chicken, rice, and broccoli. I'm like, brother, yeah. you could you could consume two thousand calories of straight Twinkies on a day. And as long <laughs> as you're burning twenty one hundred calories actively, you're good to go. Like you're I gonna didn't change. Weight. I didn't change anything in my diet. I didn't I didn't focus on protein. I didn't do any macros. I didn't do any of that counting. All I did was just track. So if I had a Snickers, I just took a picture of the freaking barcode and I, I logged it. And that was the the cal- you know. I just didn't worry about it. I found out that the majority of my calories that I didn't know where they were coming from was coming from alcohol and from sodas. So I just I went straight to diet soda. That's all I'll drink is diet soda. I just don't drink it anymore. Yeah. Quit soda pop too. I love soda pop. Too. I know. No. I like soda pop. I'll I'll drink zero sugar Dr Pepper. Like I don't drink it all the time, but the times I do drink it is like when I have like a real hankering for like something sweet. Like I have a real bad sweet tooth. Instead of you know consuming sugar, I'm like, all right, I'll have a zero sugar soda. 
because that satisfies like my sweet craving because it is sweet. It has art, I guess artificial sweetener in it, but zero sugar. So you know my blood my blood sugar level doesn't spike and I'm freaking like feel I get bloated and I can feel my freaking ring swelling on my finger. <clears throat> no, I cut yeah, also- I cut. Go ahead, go. Go ahead. I cut sodas out of my my diet uh, entirely, and now I feel so much better. I just all I drink is <laughs> coffee. I drink probably a Celsius a day, and if I run out, it'll you know I'll go like a week or two without it, and then uh, you know I go buy me like a couple twenty four packs over at Costco, and uh, and so it's water, Celsius, and coffee. That's all I drink. And you, you buying twenty four packs of Celsius, brother? Good God, you trying to get that plug with Celsius? <laughs> two twenty four packs from Costco every yeah. time I go, but I don't go very often. You're on a one way road to get sponsored by both of those. If you're asking for barcodes for Zens, you buying twenty four packs of Costco dude, Celsius? Dude, you're on the, on the fast track. Three right? years or two years, two two or three years, I've been doing Zen. Never did the rewards points until like three months ago. And I'm just so sad. There's so many cool little gizmos and gadgets I could have got with their damn rewards point. Matter of fact, I got the, I got my stash. I don't really want to pull it all out. I got one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rolls. So ten times fifty. Oh, God. Fifty yes. cans. It's because sometimes I run out and I get I get scared that like a hurricane's gonna come or like a, a storm's gonna happen. They're gonna be out. <laughs> I ain't going yeah, without it, my, my man. That's what we call it. That's Go a back and watch addiction. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Holy shit. You, you ain't going to catch me lacking, my man. I'm going to have, hey, have nicotine. Kyle, have you seen the like comic size like Zen pouch uh, like thing? It's like this big, and you have like 50 of them in it. Have you seen that? Can you order I those? I feel like that's what you need to start ordering. I haven't seen them. I don't know where you get those. I haven't really looked it up, but I've seen them. Uh, didn't they give Tucker Carlson like a massive? Dude, they gave like a big ass one. It was like five foot tall and shit like that. It was huge. Had to fly it in on a helicopter. <laughs> that's what I need. I need to buy those. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, Kyle's got a Kyle's got Celsius and Zins. Manny, what are you feeling? What kind of sponsorship you want to see, man? Said Ghost and what else? Nah, just Ghost. That's like the only I guess product thing I consume. Maybe daily, at least one ghost a day, and that's only in the morning. Like instead of drinking like caffeine or well, it has caffeine in it, but just coffee, because coffee makes me have to shit. So I'll just drink, <laughs> I'll just drink, just one of those, and then like I said, water throughout the day, and I'll have. Sometimes I'll have lunch. Sometimes I'll skip lunch altogether, and just eat like a sandwich whenever I get home, and that's pretty much like dinner. <laughs> it's like lunch gotcha. and dinner together. Mine is just so off, off. Mine are just so random. Um, so the first one I'll say, which I guess isn't too random, um, Tabasco. Dude, I would, I would kill. I would kill to be sponsored by Tabasco. I have Tabasco ties. I have Tabasco <laughs> shirts. Dude, I would kill. And they don't, they don't advertise that much. So, I'm, and they don't have to. Everybody knows Tabasco. I would love to just be that yeah. Tabasco sponsor and carry that bitch around. Eat that food and shit like that. Tabasco. The other one is, uh, y'all remember Dunkaroos? The little like pouches of like the. Cookies yes. and cream, white like cookies. Dude, yes, I want. I want it so bad. I know what you're talking about. I want about. it so yeah. bad. I know what you're talking about. Like I have no idea what you're talking about. Dude, I haven't seen those in Dunk forever right though. Dunk look up Dunk and you'll be like, I remember. It's from like when we were kids. It was just like kind of like how you used to get like the little pretzel things and the cheese, the Ritz ones. 
but it's like a little cookie and it's like like i think birthday cake like yeah, I it's, just icing. it's just a cookie dipping dipped in icing that's all it is so it's good. just a sugar so crisp dipped in sugar yeah. cream like it's just sugar i feel on sugar. like i got a ton of those on a field trip once yeah i They're think like a staple and I think I ate too many, and I got sick, and I never wanted. To, I still don't like birthday cake. Well, you'll get sick <laughs> off of eating one of those. It's so much sugar in it. But I just think that'd be cool to be sponsored by them. And then Crocs, man, that's a far fetched one, but I would love to be sponsored by Crocs. Oh, I work. Eric, out, I, can see. I work out in Crocs. I work out in Crocs. I have the shoes. I work out in. They're not like the regular Crocs. Crocs makes tennis shoes, which nobody fucking knows about. Crocs makes tennis shoes, and the best tennis shoes ever. Oh. That would be a type I'd of want one. to be sponsored by Ariat. That's a good one. Because be nice I wear Ariat boots. Like those are my preferred work boots. If not Ariat, Twisted X work boots. I love Twisted X work Twisted X work boots. They're the most comfortable steel toe boots I've ever bought in my whole life. And I was so sad when mine finally gave out. The sole came undone. Like the back part of the my heel, it completely came undone, and I got I got water in my boot one day. I'm like, ah, oh, but I had them for like three years, dude. Yeah, I got well, a, with your line of work, you could actually do it probably pretty well. You make construction content every once in a while. Just throw them a throw them a shout out every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Is that how you get sponsored? You just like mention? I have no idea. I from my TikTok, from what I've seen on TikTok, that's how it works, man. And sometimes you have to have a pretty good following, but man. If you get sponsors, so one of the TikTokers that I follow, he's just a regular guy. He doesn't do anything fucking elusive. He's not that great looking, like, but he he makes videos every single day. And he's been doing it for the past like four or five years, and he exposed how much money he makes off of TikTok, and it was it was wild. So he said like the first two years on TikTok, like I think twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, he was making videos consistently every day, and he didn't make any money. Twenty twenty one. He finally got into like the creator fund or whatever, and he made like two thousand, two thousand three hundred seventy bucks. Which I was like, "Fuck, that's just like random, random income on TikTok. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. And not bad at all." And then twenty twenty, he's like, "This is where it gets a little serious." He's like, "I made thirty three thousand dollars off of some of the sponsorships that I got and making my videos, just getting views and shit on TikTok." And he was like, "To make to make it worth opening LLC, you need to make six figures." He's like, in 2023, I made 140000 extra dollars off of TikTok. Off, <sighs> off of all his sponsorships, off of all his videos. Like I said, regular looking guy. He just makes like little cooking videos and like going to the store and like buying stuff off of like this little death wheel. He calls it a death wheel yeah. at work. It's like a little wheel that like gives you like little microwavable sandwiches and shit like that. Yeah. And he's like, that he's like, I stacked that on top of my hundred eighteen thousand dollar job, and he's like, I've never been more happier and more fucking wealthy. And I was like, that is fucking wild. But he's sponsored by like barbecue sauce companies, like random one off companies that pay him like a one time deal to make like five videos of their product and just like push it out there because it gets so many views on TikTok. And that's how I've seen a lot of other people do it. They just like keep producing, like shouting out, like buying their products and pushing it really hard. And they send them packages and they send them sponsorship deals it's just will a one-off you don't have to like not like rock solid with them you just make a couple videos and then and mention them like oh, yeah i got these boots if you ain't yep. wearing area 
That's why I want to get 10,000 followers. I want to get 10,000 followers so I can start trying to like reach out to sponsorships. I think that would be fucking awesome. Like for people to pay me for my shit, just like wearing their product, doing something they like. I know TikTok shops like taking over TikTok right now, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. Every um, every other like, freaking video I get, it's like some TikTok shop. Eligible for commission or whatever. And it's kind of annoying, but like I want to like take some cool sponsorship, something I actually use, something I know is a good product. And that. Tabasco, yeah, fucking Tabasco. Oh, I'm down the, Avery. I'm down the road from Avery Island. I that's got where, there to the. Uh, that's yeah. where they make it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's pretty cool. Got the uh, the Jungle Gardens out there. It's pretty cool. That's dope. Alligator chased me. <laughs> that ain't no good. Just, nah, I was fine. And then you know you'd pat your <laughs> you could pat your head, uh, hand on the water and they'd come up to see you. <laughs> A dangerous encounter. <laughs> dangerous <laughs> encounter indeed. Yeesh. Oh man! But the boots I used to buy—I used to buy like the cheapest work boots I could because I, you know, because work boots are expensive. The Brahmins. I bought a, I bought a, uh, bought a pair of Ariats in 2017. They, they they still work. I still work in them every day outside. Just, I mean, I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm just you know going out, you know, mow the grass, you know, put up fence posts, whatever. Yeah. Small, just things around the house and. uh 2017. I was, I'm never gonna need it. I'm convinced. I'm just gonna have these pair until I die. <laughs> they're good boots, Life man. Long. They're they're freaking. They last. Like I said, the only ones that have outlasted a pair of my Ariat boots because I've I've bought at least four or five pairs of Ariat boots since I've been working construction, mainly because I lost one or lost a pair. Uh, is Twisted X those like? immediately like you get one that fits your foot your foot it doesn't fit it's too snug it doesn't pinch your toes or anything i usually get the square toes because i don't like the round toes those do pinch my toes but i mean immediately it's it's just so comfortable i mean you walk around in them all day i'm on my feet almost all day working outside and in construction and stuff it's like i'm almost wearing tennis shoes dude except you know they're still toe (laughs) still toe boots The insoles. I need to get you a pair of actual tennis shoes and get into gym, son. Start making some gym content. That's what I want to see from you, my friend. <laughs> I can make some gym content and get rid of my little double chin. Zero, zero, ch- zero gym content. I hate it. Got to get the gains going. That's what I'm all about. I fucking I sponsor like all my tattoos. Hell yeah. Sponsored by Nintendo, baby. <laughs> Licensed. <laughs> licensed and then Sonic if you have anything get sponsored by them anything that's not Nintendo you're gonna have to cut it off you're gonna have to get it deleted <laughs> oh yeah that's right you can't have that oh shit alright well I guess I'll have to block it out or blur it out oh man does anybody know what time it is yeah it's uh, 1044 okay yeah that's a good good chunk of content is there anything else we need to talk about are you guys want to talk about cover? We're here. No, I'm. I'm actually getting pretty pretty sleepy. I'm. I'm probably just gonna hop right <laughs> over and just go straight to sleep. That's probably what I'm gonna do I'm too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's night, boys. But it was a good one. Yeah, it was I a good definitely one. Definitely pick it up for sure. All right. So we're all in agreement. All right. Two weeks from today, same time, eight thirty. We're gonna cover Pearl and X, and. Kyle's gonna come up with a few monsters. Yeah, I'm gonna try for us to to have a fun, you know, time hunting with. Play the high, fellas. Right.
Peace. All right, boys. Talk to y'all later. Later.